All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the People Person Podcast presented by Good Time Media. Today, I'm honored to welcome on a very special guest, the wonderful singer-songwriter Isabel Pless is here, virtually, of course. So thank you for taking the time, Isabel. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Have you done a lot of podcasts before? I've done, I think I've done one before. Okay. Yeah. Still new to it. Sweet. I like that. Now, where where are you right now? Are you in school? Are you home? What's 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 it look like? I'm home right now. I'm I'm from Vermont, so I'm in my childhood home. Um, I go to school outside of Boston. It's called Wellesley College. Okay, I'm sweet. Home right now. So Vermont. Um, what what's going on? What is there anything like? I don't know anything about Vermont. Not one thing. Is there like some fun fact? Anything you know about Vermont that people can be like, oh, that's cool. Sure. Um, well, it makes sense that you don't know anything about Vermont because not much happens here. But um, Ben and Jerry's is from Vermont. Really? Um, yeah, that's our big claim to fame, really. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders. Ben and Jerry's and Bernie Sanders. Okay. Very, yeah, I like that. A wide range of things right there in Vermont. <laughs> Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Now, I was lucky enough. I stumbled upon your music and your stuff on TikTok, which I'm sure that's just like it's still a weird platform, but it's the it's the platform right now for like discovering music. That's how I find new music. So I'm kind of wondering what role has that app played in your own career? Because like obviously people need to get on TikTok, do this. It's blowing up. What what role? How has that changed your music process or in, in any way? Well, it's I mean it changed everything. Like I I wouldn't really have thought I could do music as like a career that anyone would want to listen until I started posting on TikTok. Um, I don't study music. Um, I'm a linguistics major, so it has like nothing to do with what I'm studying in school. So it was always just a little side project for me. I love writing. It's something I've always done. Um, But I started putting music out on TikTok in 2020 and people started to find it which was <laughs> really cool and so yeah. really that's how i built a fan base huh. from, like how i've gained listeners which is really neat because i can do it from wherever yeah uh, that's a cool thing about tiktok a lot of people like you said like who weren't thinking oh i can do music full time or like i i can chase this dream i have tiktok kind of gave those people that platform so were you not putting out any music or stuff before you were posting on tiktok or were you still putting out music no, I would just, I'd write songs and then I would send them to my friends and be like, do you like this? Um, oh, but I, I never released anything because I did not think people would listen. Um, so TikTok definitely, it gave me the confidence oh. to do it and um, also gave me some listeners, which is yeah. really cool. How, how did you get the confidence to post the first TikToks? I feel like if you're just sharing with your friends, it's a little easier, <laughs> but to post the first one's a little tough. I know. I think... I think, well, it was right when school was starting, and I was virtual for all of last year. Yep. So I was really bored. I was doing school on my room. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And um, I think I just was like, you know, I like music, and I think, you know, I'm not that bad, so I want to put a video out and see what people think. And I'm a big fan of the delete buttons, so like, mm-hmm. if people don't like it, I can just take it down. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
but then people did like it. So. That's great. Yeah. That's got to be like a strange feeling where it's like you've only shared this with your friends. You're not, yeah. you're not trying to like, I guess mean, you're not actively trying to like put out music and reach people and then it just ends up happening which i think it's probably a healthier way for that to work rather than the opposite where you're like please listen to my music do this this you just do you're enjoying it which i think is the good good part and a good path but do you how you said you're a big fan of delete button how strongly do you consider posting something or like someone else the re, the reaction on tiktok how strongly do you take that into consideration whether you're like how does that affect your own thoughts on the song if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think um, something I've had to learn how to do the past like year or so is, you know, my opinion of the song really outweighs everyone else's. Like, mm-hmm. if I like it, I'll keep working on it. Um, people are like generally incredibly supportive online, and so that makes me feel really good. And again, like, boost gives you sort of a confidence boost in terms of like, okay, people would listen to this if I released it. Um, but it is hard when you have like all these opinions being thrown at you. And um, yeah, I think for me, the most important thing is like, well, how do I feel about this song Mm -hmm. in conjunction with how do other people feel about this? Yeah. I feel like it would would be tough if, I don't know, have you had like a song or like even a clip of a song that you just kind of put out, you weren't thinking too highly of, and then it ended up just doing really well. And you're like, well, crap, now I got to like actually finish this or work more on this. Something like that happened. Yes, I put, so in February, I wrote a clip of a song that was called Eldest Daughter, and it was just, like, about, I don't know, being an eldest daughter, and it, like, blew up. Like, it was the biggest I had ever had at that point, and I was like, oh, no, like, I have to finish this now. It's not done, and that's a challenging place to be in, because you have all these people being like, can I have it? And you're like, well, actually, it's not done. Well, you finished it, though, um, right? Yeah. I did. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so my relationship with that song was sort of like up and down because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this part isn't as good as the first part I posted. And maybe I don't even like this. But then, you know, I got to the point where I finished it and I was like, OK, I, I like this and I feel like it means a lot to me mm-hmm. and to other people. So put it out. Yeah. And then I'm sure the other way has happened where like you really like a song, you really enjoy this part of the song and then you put it out and like it's not really connecting as you as much as you'd like it to at that point, do you just say, screw it? I like it. I'm going to keep working on it. Or how hard is that to navigate? Yeah, no, definitely. That's happened a couple times. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, if it doesn't do super well, I don't think that says a lot about the song because the algorithm mm-hmm. is so hard to predict. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. I've, I've given up on like trying to feed into yeah. the whole trend thing. So I just, I'll finish it anyway, because it means a lot. Usually it's something that like means a lot to me, but maybe mm-hmm. not to other people. And that's okay, because art can be personal and also general. Um, yeah, so that's been a big part of my journey of learning. Like My opinion for my art does outweigh everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you do most of your writing? And do you ever like collaborate with other people, work on songs together? Or is it just like you in your own head? Just, uh, I want to get this out there. Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of the time, I I start every song that I write for me, I start by myself, and then um, I, so my friend Andrew lives in Nashville, we worked on Bechdel Test together, and then I have another song coming out January 21st that we finish writing together also, Um, so I like to start everything for me by myself, um, just because I think it's more personal and honest that way. Mm -hmm. 
I do do a lot of like writing sessions with other people for other people because I I love collaborating. Um, I just for me, I want it to come only from me, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I've, I've I've had a few other like songwriters on here before, and I'm always really interested in the idea of like writing for other people, especially like with your music in general. It's like it seems very grounded and very like personal and almost vulnerable to the sense where like I wouldn't want anyone else to have that or sing that. So like, do you yeah. feel that kind of ownership where it's like this is mine? I don't want anyone else to have it because I feel like that's how I would be if I was any had any musical talent whatsoever. Yeah, there are definitely some songs I think where. I would be like, I don't, you know, this happened to me and it's my mm-hmm. experience and I don't really <laughs> want to share it. Yeah. Um, I do like, I love when an artist brings something to me and is like, will you help me, you know, put mm-hmm. this into words. And that's a really awesome experience. Cause you feel like, Oh, I'm being trusted with this other person's experience and we could sort of word it together. So I really like, like that piece but there are sometimes definitely mm-hmm. some songs where i'm like i just want to finish this myself yeah i was gonna say most of like at least from my perspective what of the music i've seen from you is your lyrics are very like i said kind of grounded and it seems very personable and like very just like almost specific in a way where like are most of those lyrics like your life or do you drawing from different experiences and kind of a combination of a lot well thank you um yeah most so most of it is um my life is not super interesting. I do do a lot of, like, <laughs> fiction, sort of coming up with stuff, drawing from, I don't know, TV shows, movies, whatever, reading. Um, I think the genuine emotion behind whatever I'm writing is very honest and, like, true. However, a lot of the specific details are not yeah. not true. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of um, Alec Benjamin. You listen to him at all? I love Alec Benjamin. She's yeah, I saw him awesome. live in October. Did you really? I want to see him live so bad. I, I was really going good. to, and then I missed it, and it is what it is. But he's okay. phenomenal. His lyrics are... But like, I see a lot of similarities in like the lyrics there. It's like it's very just like... like Again, grounded. Grounded is the only word I can think of right now, but that's just what it feels like. Um, are there any other artists? Is he one that you kind of not look up to, but just kind of model like music-wise? Who do you look up to in the music industry? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely look up to his lyricism. Um, I mean, Phoebe Bridgers, I think, is a comparison mm-hmm. I get a lot, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. I love her so much. Um, Taylor Swift is why I started writing music. Um, I listen to a lot of Maisie Peters and Noah Kahn. A lot of really... I, I saw Noah Kahn in uh, October live. Me oh, too. My, he was so, so good. So good. Unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Um, yeah, I think, you know, younger lyricists, people who are very specific and vulnerable with their lyrics, I, I really look up to. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I saw one of the videos, I think the video where I first saw you on my For You page, you saw you had people like Noah Khan or Lauv, like, commenting on it. What <laughs> What is that? Is that, like, the initial reaction is, like, this is awesome or, like, this is a lot of pressure now? Like, this is there's eyeballs on me. Yeah, I think I, it feels sort of unreal. Like you, you get mm-hmm. comments like that and you're like, that's not, that's not love. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I try not to feed into the pressure too much because I think I'd be a ball of anxiety all the time if I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, it's really cool to have people you look up to and idolize say like, hey, I 
I like this. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you tried, obviously, TikTok's helped a lot and kind of realized, like, hey, this is a possibility for me. What kind of steps have you been taking? Are you are you actively 100% like, I'm just going to chase this now, try to take the moment? Or are you kind of balancing, like, I'm still in school, I still have this, these responsibilities? How is that balance working out? Yeah. Um, so... I'm a senior in college. I have one more semester left. So Same. My goal is yeah. cool. Yeah. Same boat. So the goal is to like get the degree, and so I'll have graduated in May, um, and then I'm thinking probably Nashville, and you know, mm-hmm. try and do the music thing full time for a while. And it's like if it doesn't work out, I always have the backup plan yeah. of like I have a degree. Yeah. So that makes me feel pretty secure. In mm-hmm. terms of like, yeah, I, I always I explain it to people. It's like I'm getting the degree, but I hope I never have to use it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 So it's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go through the motions. I've worked hard enough to get to this point. Hopefully, I don't need it, but it's nice to have in my back pocket. We're like, okay, shit's hit the fan. I need to make some money. I'm broke. Yeah. I'm real world's gonna hit me real quick. At least I have this backup plan. So that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Now. Yeah. Have you, since you haven't really been, you go from not putting out any music by like, what, 2020 when you started posting on TikTok? Now, mm-hmm. I, it looks like you're doing like live shows and stuff. Yeah. How, how's that, how are you preparing for that? You've done, have you done live shows before? Um, so in high school, I did some open mics and cabarets okay. and whatnot. Um, nothing past that. So this has been definitely a learning curve. I had my first show uh last month in boston which was really fun mm-hmm. um i love performing live it definitely is like uh having to take my you know skill of performing in front of a camera to like oh no there are real people watching yeah me. um so uh i'm adjusting but it's really fun and no. is a whole other aspect of like the whole music thing so yeah i feel like yeah performing in front of a live audience is a completely different skill and it's it's i i can't even imagine the nerves like just walking up on stage and having people and then having to having to i can't sing but i can't even imagine having to sing in front of people just it's a very vulnerable position to be in so i commend you for that now when you go up on um on stage are you sitting there just like you and a guitar or like you got people behind you got a band or what's what's that look like it's really just me and the guitar, sometimes piano. Um, I've never played live with a band before, so that would add it. Like, I don't really know anybody, to be honest, <laughs> uh, who would, like, um, I don't know. I don't know that many people in the music industry. I'm, like, still mm-hmm. sort of making my way in. Yeah. Um, so I've never played with a band before, so I'm really just doing solo stuff right now. Um, hopefully one day I can have some. Yeah people play for me that would be really cool well if people are listening and and they're from vermont which i don't, I don't know if i have a strong vermont <laughs> demographic but you never know <laughs> so if you're listening yeah we need a band now uh one last question about college so you said you're studying linguistics mm-hmm. what if hopefully you don't have to take that backup plan but what what was the idea behind linguistics and studying all that um so i was going to do speech and language therapy um mm-hmm. The plan was, like, get my cognitive linguistic sciences degree and then go to grad school and then get SLP certified. But, obviously, that's changed a little bit. Yeah, Definitely still really, like, I love 
linguistics language is fascinating. Um, and I think I use some of what I've learned in songwriting, but yeah. uh, it's not what I want to do right now. So yeah. Maybe in the future. Oh yeah, plans change. Plans change every day, every day. That's just that's life. Which it's good yeah. to have a lot of different ideas going on. You, if, as long as you don't, a lot of people narrow down is like this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to change, right. and then they do it, and they're like, damn, I didn't. I'm not really enjoying this anymore. So as long as you keep following yeah. what you enjoy, you, it'll all work itself out. Um, I agree. Is there any? Uh, this is a random question. Is there a movie you would want to see your song in that you would put any song of yours? A movie you saw that maybe fits the vibe of what you're going for? Any song movie yeah. combination? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I so this song isn't out yet, so it doesn't really. Okay. I don't know if it counts, but it counts. I, I wrote this song that's like about Jude Law and the Holiday, that rom com. Um, and I just watched it the other day okay. again, and I was like, I feel like ending credit scene. That'd be sweet. This song. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's funny. Again, like very that's a very specific lyric. Like it's a very specific idea, which I think is cool. Um yeah. what kind of music are you listening to right now? What song do you have on repeat just over and over right now? Um so my friend Leah Pappas Kemps just came out with a song called Jinx and it's my most listened to song of like December. It's very good. Um also Sam Fender's album mm-hmm. 17 going under very uh, good yeah what else orla gartland came up with an album last year and i love her so. do you um how, how far back does your music taste go do you listen to any oldies Ooh, i mean i was a hardcore taylor swift fan in high school and so if i want to be nostalgic i'll put on you know 1989 mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> my, oh my, the, um, the parents who are listening to this are going to be like, that's nostalgic. Taylor Swift. They're going <laughs> to be so mad at that answer. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm a really big Joni Mitchell fan. So, like, if oh. we're talking, like, older music, yeah. 70s, I guess. Okay. Uh, Blue is one of my favorite albums. Um, uh, I don't know. I, she's, I guess my parents didn't introduce me to any of their favorite artists, mm-hmm. so I had to find everything by myself. So I don't really. That's probably better. You, you're you're forming your own opinions on stuff. I guess so. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I was influenced a lot. My dad always listened to country music growing up, and now I I love country music still to this day. But I yeah. bl- I partially blame him for that, which <laughs> it gets a lot of hate. But I, I like it. There's it some, there's some good stuff. Than it deserves. Country there's some music. good country. It's the country it's really radio good. stuff. The, everything on yeah. country radio sucks for the most part. But I the agree. stuff you're not hearing, it's pretty solid. There's some good stuff out there. Really good, yeah. Zach Bryan, you should check him out if you ever listen to him. He's phenomenal. I have heard a few of his songs, but he's very good. He's great. I was supposed yeah. to see him in concert too. That didn't work out. I'm really dropping the ball in concert, so that sucks. May I'll see you. I'll see you one day. One day when you have, uh, we're doing concerts. I'll be there. I promise. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Now, so moving forward, you said you talked about post grad, possibly moving to Nashville. Are you are you a goal setter? Are you like I want to do this, this, and this, like a checklist, or are you just like let's go with it, let's see what happens? Yeah, I mean, I think general big goal, and I don't know how what that really looks like is like I would like to do music as a career and be able to support mm-hmm. myself with that. But in terms of everything else, it's kind of like I don't I don't really know, and I feel like the path looks very different for everyone. So I'm very open minded yeah. in in that way. Um, but end goal 
if I could do music as a career, that would be yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. I feel like that's so that's very realistic. A lot of people will say like, oh, I have this goal. I want to do these small things to get there. It's like it's not. It doesn't always work out that way. Like I'm the same yeah. way. It's like I have an end goal. I know where I want to mm-hmm. be. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to work my ass off to try to get there. And we'll see what happens. So it's it's hard to set goals in between that where it's like I'm working towards an end goal, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm just going to try to. <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's strange. It's a strange process to go through. Um, mm-hmm. So you see, what do you got coming up? You got, you're got you playing live soon again, looks like? Yeah. I have a, yep. I have two shows coming up. One in, in New York City on the 11th. Ooh. One in Nashville on the 12th. Um those are the two live Sweet. shows. How does that line yeah. up with uh, school and everything? That's got to be weird going back. Yeah, I'm on break right now. I go back, I think, the week of like the 23rd. Okay, so you got some time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was, it was ever a possibility to be like, screw it, school, I'm done. I know you said like, yeah, get the degree and I'm that. Were you, was you, uh, that thought has to like fester a little bit with like maybe i should just go all in as you start to blow up on tiktok and stuff like that yeah no i mean the the whole you know music is going okay right now and so mm-hmm. it definitely plants the seed of like oh that's really what i want to do but i've been working so hard <laughs> yeah. at school for three years i think it would really it would be really hard for me to just be like okay bye mm-hmm. and i'm not yeah. gonna finish so um yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, on the other side, it's it's also hard to like when you're doing when you're, you're I think you're doing more than okay. You're doing pretty well. It's hard to like sit in a classroom and learn about something. It's like they have no idea that I'm doing this music and I'm doing. <laughs> it's like that meme with the guy in the corner. If you've seen that, where it's like they have no yes, idea. They have no idea. Yeah, yeah, they have no idea that I'm blowing up on <laughs> so TikTok funny. and Noah Khan is commenting on my videos. So. <laughs> I, I, I get both ways and obviously like stick it out. You've put this much work in. I'm in the same boat. It's like we're so close to the finish line, cross that line and then see what happens. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me now. So that, that video you saw where I, is it the one about birthdays, like crying on your birthday? Yeah. That yeah. Song? That's the yeah. one. So I, I wrote that song when I was in class and I remember sitting there and my professor was lecturing and I was like, writing stuff little down. Little do you know, little do you know, this will be on my TikTok later. <laughs> that's that's so, I, I resonate with, I mean, I've been writing down video ideas and podcast ideas in class yeah. since like senior year of high school. It's like, yeah. I'm not paying attention to you right now. I got other plans. That no, That's crazy. You remember that? that? That's the video that I first saw and I know obviously it went crazy viral. Um, mm-hmm. What's the progress? Is that song being worked on? Just for my own personal benefit. <laughs> for your own personal yeah. benefit. Yeah. I just want to know. <laughs> It is. Okay. I, I finished writing it, so it is complete. Um, we're working on producing it starting this month, and hopefully it'll be out what's, at some point. Good. Good to, good to hear for me. Now, what's the yeah. what's that timeline look like? What's the hardest part of you have this idea, you put the clip out. Do you have like a idea of what the finished song looks like when you put a clip out like that? Um, it depends. Sometimes I have the full song. Most of the time it's just that one clip that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then depending on how much I like it or how well it does, I'll finish it. Um, that one I hadn't finished, but then as soon as it started getting a lot of attention, I already really liked it. And so I, mm-hmm. I finished it. Um, and the, I think the timeline looks really different for every song for Bechdel test. That was really fast. Like I, we mm-hmm. finished, I finished writing the song in early August and then we had it out by like mid September. 
but I mean, it usually isn't that quick. Um, yeah. It's usually at least like four months. Is that is that frustrating? Where it's like I have this new song, I have the song I really like, and I want to get it out there, but it's a longer process than people realize. It's hard because I know people. I mean, it's such a quick like right mm-hmm. now with TikTok. It's yeah. like you write a song, and if you want to do super well, you put it out like seven days later, and that is so. The only way that's going to happen is if the song is done and produced mm-hmm. and you know already at distributors, whatever. So that is frustrating. People are like, can I have it? And you're like, not yet. Yeah, yeah. And then they start to get pissed um, off. They're like, come on, just give me the song. It's like they don't understand how much that actually goes into it. Yeah, I've, I've had to learn how to sort of leave that energy just with the person who comments. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, you know, I do as much as I can. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is frustrating to be like, I just want this to be out. Mm-hmm. And we have to do some behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, last question I want to ask you. I ask it to everyone who comes on. Uh, you can answer it however you want. But what gets you up in the morning? Um, whoa, that's a biggie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I'm just so excited by the potential of, like, every new day. That sounds so no, stupid. No, I like, like that. I, there's, there's so much potential yeah <laughs> and um i don't know i i love seeing my friends and family and and their i don't know my love for them and their love for me keeps me going and being able to share what i what i love doing is a really big catalyst and and mm-hmm. my confidence and direction in life so yeah there you go. <laughs> I, I love asking people that question because they like it, it takes them off they're like oh i haven't really thought about like what why am i doing this why am i what am i doing this life thing for and it's no one ever yeah. thinks about it so like it's like it's why true. am i getting up every day to like go to do this do this it's like it's fun and like you talked about like that potential it's like that's my answer to that question is like mm-hmm. it's the blank slate each day is like yeah. i'm starting at zero I, got, I can do what it can be whatever i want it to be so like that blank slate of each day is like that's what keeps me going i love that where it's like i'm not doing the same thing over and over again because that would drive me insane i couldn't do that me too <laughs> yeah i agree it'd be really tough well thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it thank you for taking the time i'm super excited to see what you do next and i'm very excited to hear about think that things are going well you got live shows coming up so good luck with all of that thank you very much nope. thanks for having me five four three two one Whoop.